Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Phil. And I'm Jane. Welcome to Unhinged and Bumbled Up, the Relatable Dating Podcast. It would be so much simpler because all these rules and all these things and all this toxic advice wouldn't exist. It's down to the fact that people know they can make money out of it and it's like, ah, this is what we're going to do. Hello and welcome to Unhinged and Bumbled Up. I'm Phil, she's Jane, and today we are talking about toxic dating. Toxic. I know, there's so, much, there's so much toxic dating about. Uh, it's it's like the, the terms that we hear, isn't it? It's like, um, I, I spoke about it the other day. Uh, if you love it, if you love them, let them go. And if they come back, they love you too. It's like, no. I know. <laughs> Why did they leave in the first place? <laughs> I know. And it's it's so easy to get trapped into that scenario. Uh, I mean, there's, there's so many. Uh, um, I, think I think most I think people... We should go for well, Phil, I think you've been through, like, toxic relationships, dating. I've been through it. I feel like majority of people have some... have came across some sort of tox, toxic traits. Yeah, and I think a lot of these things come from the dating industry and dating coaches, like toxic dating coaches. And the thing is, because they can make money out of it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if there was no money to be made out of dating, mm-hmm. it would be so much simpler because all these rules and all these things and all this toxic advice wouldn't exist. It's down to the fact that people know they can make money out of it. And it's like, ah, this is what we're going to do. Yeah, taking advantage so, of people and it's, it's not fair. 
massively and they give the toxic dating advice so then it goes wrong and what happens is then they go to the coach directly to make money uh, and pay money for their one-to-one and it's like nah 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 nah, mm-hmm. nah. so um i think we're we've we'll, we'll talk about this one um the free day rule if you've had a great time and they're into them why should you wait three days to talk to them because you have you heard of that rule yeah before? and i just don't understand that one at all because it's that's it you're playing games from the start yeah and yeah I, you know people are always like you, you i've heard this from dating coaches and you know, other people in the industry you know um play a bit of the field like let them chase you and it's like anything could happen in those three days right um, God mm-hmm. forbid someone had an accident, right? But something like that could happen, and then that other person's like, "What's going on?" I just think communicate straight away if you if you want to chat, yeah. just chat. Don't be over overwhelming. Um, yeah. But yeah, don't the three day thing. Oh, come on. <laughs> I, I I've had this question quite a lot recently, and people are like, "Oh, I've just been on a date. How long should I wait until uh, they they ask me?" And I'm like. Well, have you had a good time? And they're like, yeah. I was like, message them. Say to them, listen, I've had a great time. I'm free on this day. Do you want to do this? Yeah. And you will get you will get four responses. Okay. You'll get one of four responses. Yes, I'm free. That sounds amazing. Let's do this. Uh, two, no, I'm not free, but we can do this day instead. Mm-hmm. Four, no, I'm not free. Or five, uh, no response. Yeah. Now, if you get any of the second two, there's no there's no second date there because they're not putting into, or it's not the type of person that you want to be with because they would rearrange. They'd say, "I'm not free this day, but we can do this day." And instead. that way, at least you've got an answer instead yeah, of no waiting. Time wasting. Exactly. No time wasting, and none of that anxiety because I, I've been there, and Phil, I'm sure you've been there, where you're waiting and waiting, and you're thinking, "When is the best time to text?" And you you literally get yourself yeah. into such a mess. And you're like, yeah. you're talking to people and, you know, everyone's obviously got their own opinion, but you've got some people saying just do it, other people saying don't do it. You have to go with your gut instinct, what feels right for you. Mm-hmm. Like um, I always say, never, well, unless it's gone absolutely amazing and you can tell it's gone amazing, never plan the second date on the first date. Mm-hmm. Because what happens is a lot of people will be feel like they're forced into saying Yes. Yeah. When you turn around and go, "Hey, should we go on a second date?" and they're like, um, <laughs> "You're like, <"I'm> t- yeah." <laughs> yeah. Especially <laughs> if you don't want to turn ghosted. them, you don't want to hurt someone's feelings, you know. But then, yeah, and then, then you're in a, a yeah, situation have, then. Yeah, because they have time to think about it. They get home and they're like, "Oh, maybe I, I don't want to go on that mm-hmm. date," and then it just ends up in that. So, the, I think the best thing to say after the first date is, "Message me when you get home." Okay. Because then instantly, if you get home first, drop them a message. Uh, but if they get home first, they'll drop you a message. And then that's the communication path opened again. Yeah. You know, and then that's when you say, I had a great time. Duh, 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 duh. Or you might like, find like out you've been blocked. <laughs> or you might find out you've been blocked. Either way, you've got the answers, haven't exactly. you? Exactly. So, you've got an answer. There's no games. <laughs> that's happened yep. to me before. I've actually <laughs> thought the date went. You've been blocked. Yeah. I thought the date went really well. And then it wasn't until the next day I messaged and <laughs> there was that was it. I knew I was blocked. And I'm just like, mm. so weird. Like, if only I knew what happened because everything seemed to go quite well. So, anyway, <laughs> got my answer. No response is still a response. Mm-hmm, exactly. <laughs> 
Um, right. What do you feel about uh, when people say you have to stay to the end of the day if you're not feeling it? Uh, so I'm very polite. I couldn't get up from a day if it was going really badly and say, you know, this isn't going well. But mm-hmm. I would say that was the old me. What I would say now is I'd cut it short. I wouldn't stay to like yeah. the very end, but I'd, I'd somehow cut it short. I'm just very aware of people's feelings. I don't want, mm-hmm. um, you know, everyone's got their issues and you wouldn't want to be an extra cause of someone's mental health or what or whatnot. So, no. Uh, but then you don't want to waste time as well. So I, I'm, I'm, I can see you shaking your head, Phil. I can tell you would cut it short. I feel like I would probably stick it out and then wouldn't go back. So what if someone was a catfish? Oh, okay. For, or kitten oh, yeah, for that situation, that's different. But okay. if the date was just going um, bad and you weren't connecting, I feel like I, I would just see it through. Nah, because what is seeing a date through? Because like I say, a first date, coffee, breakfast, something like that, that's quite quick. Whereas this is why I try and stare people away from dinner and stuff like that, because that's a set amount of time. And if it's not going well, you feel like you have to stay to the end. Or it gets really awkward when you're like, no, I don't want dessert. Yeah. So, <laughs> so how would you get out of that situation then? If you were, if you felt like you, you it wasn't going well, how would you leave? How would I leave? Ooh. It's a hard well, one, isn't for- it? I mean, it's probably different for me as a man because it's probably a lot easier for me. Whereas, obviously, being a woman, you feel like sometimes you feel like you might be in that situation if you don't know how they will react. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a oh, best day. But um, for me, I would turn around and go, "Hey, like, um, I don't know." It's, it's a case of speaking politely to him, saying, "You know what? It's been okay, but I don't feel there's anything here. I don't want to waste <laughs> either of our time." Uh, see you later. Adios. <laughs> so we're, we're, or, or just go, we're mixing this. I'll go to the toilet. I'll go to the <laughs> yeah, toilet no, and jump back. out the window. <laughs> so I feel like we've got us, our, our opinions are totally different for this one, only because I'm still going to be that people pleaser. I'm still going to mm-hmm. think, uh, I'm just going to see it through because I don't want to hurt their feelings. So this is why we recommend a short date. Yes. Uh, because the thing is, a cup of coffee, what? It's going to be. 20 minutes max if you want to do it like that and then you just like oh yeah no yeah it's <laughs> a know, good one to get where, out of if you're not feeling it you can say look i yeah. had a good time um but it or uh, it was nice to meet you but i don't see it going any further and that's your as soon as your coffee yeah. or tea's finished you can it's, just get it's out done there. yeah and you can be polite still and just out the door done mm-hmm. uh so i don't recommend like going on 20 mile walks for a first day because can you imagine <laughs> yeah yeah i think we should turn around here that happened like to my friend in. and she was so mad uh the the guy had been asking her for a long time to go on a date and then she eventually gave in and he says like i'll take you somewhere for a surprise and it ends up being like a an hour drive from where she lives in this hike up a hill and she was just like i felt like i couldn't get out this date so yeah there we are. Maybe you never ask for surprises for the first date. <laughs> no, no way you're going. Right. Um, the whole thing of men uh, insisting that they get a woman home safely on the first date, right to their doorstep. No, I de- definitely do not agree with that one. Absolutely not. Um, because again... Toxic as it comes. Yeah, you don't even know who this person is. They could, I mean, they could be the loveliest person, but you, you don't know someone until, you know, a couple of months in honestly like even like 
what we spoke about before about the Tinder swindler, like that's a pure mm-hmm. example. They they trusted that guy, and what was it within two months? They see true colors. Uh, but yeah, you yeah. don't want someone to know where you live. No way. Oh, not at all. Not exactly where you live on the first date. And it's like, also, there's that expectation there when a guy or somebody turns around and goes, oh, I'll drop you home. It's like, you've got that in the back mm-hmm. of your mind, probably as a woman, that this they want to come in for a coffee or they want something else out of this. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, yes. so but see, for example, what advice would you give to someone? Uh, so say someone's been, uh, if they are walking home, and mm-hmm. they say, okay, I'll just walk you to your door. You know, what advice would you give to someone to get out of that? Because, see, it's, uh, it. it's, you're it's, it's, a it's the whole getting out of yeah, it, Yeah, isn't, isn't it? Because oh. you could be at a, bar, a nearby bar to where you live, and then you can say, oh, I'm going to just walk home. I'm not going to get a taxi because I only live five minutes. That person can say, let me walk you. That's that's where the problem Just turn around and go, I'm getting a taxi. You get a taxi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, or... And pay, you, pay the taxi for a two-minute walk. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because at the end of the day, it's like that is the safer way to get home. Get mm-hmm. an Uber, get something like that. Don't say I'm only five minutes away because obviously that it, it's protecting yourself, isn't it? Yeah. So, um, so yeah, basically, don't give too much away in the first day of where you live. Yeah. No, and I, I, I tend to drive to dates, like because I feel that. Driving sometimes on a first date, what it does is when I drive there, if they do mention a drink, say suggest a drink, then I know the laws are different up in Scotland, isn't yeah, it? You can't, can't drink, drink at all. A, you can't have one drink and drive. Whereas, <laughs> <laughs> whereas in England, you can have a certain amount. So I know my limit. I know that I can have two drinks, like something like cider or something like that. And then that's me. That's me. You know, whereas I know a lot of people, they they basically like they catch a train in or they catch a bus in or a taxi and then they have about five, ten drinks or whatever and it carries on and carries on and it's like be safe on the first date mm-hmm. because also alcohol uh, inhibitions slightly, don't they, with yeah. alcohol and stuff like that. So yeah, I would I would always say either drive to the location on the first date or you get a taxi back mm-hmm. and that's how you do it. Yeah. And I and I also recommend not pinning your location because sometimes people can say, Oh, Drop me your location so I know that you've got home. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't don't drop the location to know that they've got home or share their location. You share your location with friends yeah. and family and stuff like that. So what what's what toxic stuff have you heard? Um I guess uh, someone going out with someone because they for example, for me, like going out with a man because he's a nice guy, like give oh, him a, the whole give a yeah. give a nice guy a chance. Give a nice guy yeah. a chance. Uh, I mean, what is a nice guy anyway? It's like you just again. It's going back to you don't know what someone's kind of true colors are until mm-hmm. honestly a couple of months. I feel you might never know. <laughs> yeah, of course you might never know. But because they, they start to say like, obviously when you start dating someone, you're showing the best of you, mm-hmm. and then eventually it's like unwrap, like I'm peeling the onion away. Like yeah, the mask comes down, the true colors come out. Not necessarily meaning that you're a bad person, but your standards will drop necessarily. Um, yeah, because everyone puts 110% at the start, but they can never keep that 110%. So what happens is, this is where the mask comes down, mm-hmm. because people are trying to be what they're not. What I would suggest to people is just be yourself. That's Don't act, act like somebody else. Don't try and be what they expect you to be, because all that happens is you can't keep that up forever, and then the mask will come down, 
and your different person yeah. might not be the person they like. And so, so when people say, just choose a nice guy, you're like, but if you're not interested, you're not interested. That's it. It's it's connection. It's chemistry. Stop banging on about nice guy, bad guy, whatever. Just it, it's got to be who you're interested in. Yeah, and anyone that self-proclaims something, anyone that turns around and goes, oh, I'm a nice guy, or I'm different to the others, <laughs> run, because <laughs> they're <flag>. not. <laughs> it is a red flag. Nobody self-proclaims. Anyone that self-proclaims anything without backup from either qualifications or somebody else saying that that's what they are mm-hmm. is it, not. Is not. So you see it all the time, people going, oh, I'm a nice guy, I'm different to someone else, but... They're not yeah. because they've self-proclaimed it. How can you self-proclaim and say you're different to everybody else? Yeah. You know? I, nah. I also think another toxic trait is like that whole plain hard to get because it just messes with your heads. You're questioning everything. You're moaning to your friends, think, asking them, you know, what, what does this mean if they're doing this? It's just so toxic. Yep. And, and all that happens, like with me, do you know someone plays hard to get or doesn't show interest or anything like that? Mm-hmm. Guess what I do? I just turn around and walk away. Yeah. I'm like, okay, good for you. If you're not interested, that's fine. I know my worth. And uh, it's the whole the whole thing, that whole toxic, well, this is another toxic thing in themselves. The men like the chase. Mm-hmm. No, men don't like the chase anymore. Men are literally like, they will go, yeah, I'm not interested. And what you've got to see the chase as is a challenge. Mm-hmm. And let's say you've challenged yourself to walk, um, what, 100 mile, 50 miles in March or something like that. Once you complete that, what do you do next? Mm-hmm. 100 miles in April. Yeah. You know, you in, once you complete a challenge, you move on to a next challenge. Yeah. So if you're playing hard to get and somebody's chasing you, that means you're a challenge. And as soon as they've got you, they will move on to another challenge yeah. because that's what they enjoy doing. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and it, it, again, just going back to that, just if someone's been hard to get, the, the fear of like the feeling of rejection because you're feeling, mm-hmm. what do they want? You're questioning. So, yeah, I, I definitely when people say play hard to get, just just be yourself. Do you know what other ones I've heard of TikTok? Oh, no. Let's hear them. These are hilarious. He should be your boyfriend within one month. Oh, for goodness sake. This whole, this whole like time limit. Oh, God, it no. really infuriates me. I, right, I can understand if, like, I've been in situations where I've been seeing a guy for, honestly, like, six months, and I'm mm-hmm. waiting for something to happen, you know, and I always ask, where's this going? And they don't want to put a label on it, and that's because they, they're basically wanting to play the field or they just don't want anything serious. But as mm-hmm. soon as you date someone, see when people come out and say, okay, you've been dating for a month, you should be boyfriend-girlfriend, that pressure. No. Because it's just a label. Mm-hmm. It's just a label. And the thing is, as long as as long as you know with that person that you know you've had the exclusivity chat and everything like that, you and they're not sleeping around or dating other people like a certain amount, then the la- the label doesn't need to be there until um, yeah, d- whenever you decide. Yeah, it shouldn't be forced. And <laughs> no, I, I guess the, another part of that is when people ask, oh, "If you said I love you to each other," it's just like. Excuse me. What? I know. I've been asked that quite a lot by friends. Oh, you said I love you to each other. It's just like, like, what's? Why do you care? Like, it's that's like because that's a lot of pressure as well. Because sometimes it can take a while for people to say that's a strong feeling. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's one of those. And the thing is, 
you've also got to be aware of if you say I love you to someone that someone's not just playing lip service and saying I love you too yeah because it's a very easy thing to say it's the meaning behind it that's that means a lot more but um yeah it's just it's very toxic in the fact that oh a month he should be your boyfriend and if he's not get rid of him and I'm like what what Mm -hmm. huh oh (laughs) I know um I'd say another toxic trait is like I've, I've heard this from a dating coach is um always be late for your date no Right, so this will never happen to me because I've got OCD with timekeeping. It's it's a joke. <laughs> I am early for everything. Uh, whereas my boyfriend, he he thinks being early is rude. And not rude, but he's just like, you don't want the other person's doing. You don't want them to feel like they have to rush things. He thinks like being exactly on time is res- like, or just a wee bit late is like the best mm-hmm. way. Uh, but, on time yeah. or early, whereas, all so the way. I'm kind of working on... <laughs> my issues because I'm so early for everything um but yeah I've but, seen a dating coach say like be like 10 minutes late for your date and I'm just like no. what think of the, what because that, that shows a lack of respect yeah. to the other person a lack of respect for their time and it sets the date up all ridiculous. wrong because yeah. that person that's yeah. sitting waiting there or could be standing outside or standing outside yeah. in the cold all they're yeah. thinking is am I being stood up am I being stood up yeah. and it's just it just sets it off in a bad a bad tone so I I'm never ever late mm-hmm. unless like when I was dating um I drove quite a long way and there was traffic lots and lots and lots of traffic oh the anxiety so, <laughs> oh I I messaged uh well I voice noted um and gave him a call and said listen I'm gonna be late because of the traffic mm-hmm. and explained I said listen I hate being late and all this lot and they're like you don't have to apologize it's fine you know you're coming all this way yeah. it's, it's seen so I think if you are gonna ever be late and you know you're gonna be late and it's a legitimate reason for being late let them know you know yeah absolutely again yeah. and uh, again it's just that being honest with someone communicating with someone letting them know yeah. what's going on do you want to know the worst one that I've ever, 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 ever heard? Let's hear it. Basically, someone saying, uh, sometimes you don't want to do things in a relationship uh, and you don't have to, but if you love them, you will. Oh, for God's sake. And then they compared going shopping with their partner to sexual intercourse. What? And basically, I don't understand yeah, that. Yeah, it says, I don't like going shopping with my partner. I hate going shopping, but I do it because I love them. No. And I'm thinking, you just compared shopping to basically forcing yourself on your partner. And if your partner loves you, they will. No, it's ridiculous. No. You don't ever have to do anything that you don't want to. That, I mean, that's, and, that's just awful advice. I, I've seen this so many times when I've gone shopping and I can see men getting dragged about or sitting there like I don't want to be here and I kind of want to go up to them and say why are you here like you clearly don't enjoy it you don't have to be here you can go away no. and do your own thing what what are you doing it's just yeah it's, it's just how he compares the fact that he hates going shopping mm-hmm. to the fact of if, it, if his partner doesn't want to do anything she should because uh he's been shopping or because she loves him you know and it's like right sex is is a lot different to going shopping <laughs> yeah. you know it's, it's coercion that he's basically thinking and 
this is this is what I mean. There are some very very toxic dating coaches out there that um, shouldn't be giving advice. And again, going back to the self proclaimed, a lot of people, um, yeah, a lot of people have asked this dating quote coach for his qualifications, and he's always skipped the question. Uh, and I'm okay. like. Is he self-proclaimed? Yeah. <laughs> got no qualifications to back him up. Well, an- so, yeah. another one I've heard that's that's shocking. This is from online. Is uh, testing your partner. So basically, seeing um, if your friends can chat them up, or so say like your partner's on a night out, and you can get like a friend who's never met them. Can you mm-hmm. chat them up and see what they do? Or it could be with online dating. You could have matched with someone and say, can you try and match with this person too and see if they chat to you? It's yeah. It's so toxic. Nah. Well, I've seen people on TikTok that offer a loyalty test. So basically what they do is they uh, take a small fee off somebody that's messaged them and they will message the their partner. Oh, is they're called like honey trappers or something like that? Yeah, yeah. basically. It's, it's a loyalty test. And basically, whatever way you look at it is wrong. If there's no trust or anything like that in the relationship, yeah. it's gone. Yeah, the fact that like, you're like thinking of doing that means you don't trust your, your partner at all. Nah. So why pay for someone? Why not just speak to that person and just sort out the issues? I mean, another one is uh, people feel when you're in a relationship, there should be no privacy. You shouldn't have privacy. You shouldn't have anything to yourself, which is completely wrong. Mm-hmm. And it's like your phone is your phone, mm-hmm. okay? So whatever goes on, whatever messages you have between your friends or anything like that, that is yours. Yeah. Uh, if your boyfriend turned around to you and says, "I want to look at," can I look at your phone or let me look at your phone? Then what that would be is them not trusting you, mm-hmm. and the thing, and it's a confirmation bias uh, where basically what will happen is they're looking for something, they will find something. Yeah. Even if there's nothing there, yeah. they will find something, and this is what I mean about the the whole privacy you have to trust your partner their phone is their phone you know if you want to go through their phone what's the reason for going through the phone because you don't trust them you know there's something niggling away that is making you want to to look in their phone rather than having communication you're like i want to see your phone and when they turn around and go why do you want to see that Mm -hmm. you know and and it's it's that you you still have privacy you can still go and do your own things when you're in a relationship. It doesn't mean that you have to let your partner know where you are 24-7 uh, because it, it just becomes controlling. So, What's your thoughts about um, if you have an argument with your partner and you immediately run and tell your friends and family about every kind of disagreement you have with your partner? Because Ooh, no. yeah, I feel no. like there's so many people that, I mean, I've had my friends as well and they tell me every argument and I, I feel like, Every time I see their partner, I'm thinking, oh, I know everything that's happened in your relationship. No. I feel like things, because tiny disagreements, that's normal. So normal. You don't have to mm-hmm. tell every single person that you know that, that what's happened. Yeah, ar- arguments are normal. Disagreements are normal. It's how you deal with them. You know, if you need your space, you need your space. Yeah. Uh, you tell your partner, like, I just need my space to think about this, and then we'll come back and we'll, like, talk. Yeah. Uh, But telling friends and family, all it's going to do is they're going to see one side of the story. And basically, 
it, it's like this thing on Facebook where you go, where you see it. You used to see it. I don't really go on yeah. Facebook, but so and so is single. So and so is in a relationship. They have an argument and they put it up on there and they're like, oh my God, I am so in love. Duh, duh, yeah. duh, duh, duh. It's like, no, 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 no. But um, there is a reason. There's, there's a bit of a reason uh, that I've been learning uh, about lately the in love versus true love. Okay. Um, and it's quite an interesting thing, actually. So, you know, when you meet somebody and it's like mind blown, like, oh my God, this person is out of this world, absolutely amazing, da 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 da. That's all the chemicals releasing. You have an overload of chemicals. So, what happens is your body starts to get addictive, addicted to these chemicals mm-hmm. um, that have like overloaded. And the thing is, that person, um, normally it's it's kind of a lust. That's what is more is. So it's called the in love like treatment. Um, so what happens is that those chemicals start to go because that person isn't giving you the same feelings or the honeymoon period. Yeah. 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 And then what happens is your brain finds that you can replace those chemicals with drama. Drama releases the same kind of chemicals and your body's addicted to it. So this is where it goes from someone being absolutely head over heels with some someone, and then they're arguing because it's it's a chemical. Their body is basically addicted to this chemical, and they need something to keep it going. And that's why I say it's like, if you do have that, oh my God, this person's amazing. Don't jump into anything because it may just be like lust coming out. Yeah. Whereas you want the slow and steady release of dopamine Absolutely. and serotonin. And yeah, so that's a, that's another thing that happens. But yeah, there's lots of toxic things out there. Um, another thing is when looking for advice, yeah, you are what you eat. So if you are constantly watching toxic uh, advice from people, what you will then do is you will probably become toxic yourself because yeah. you take it in. If you're watching constantly hate about men, you will start to hate people, hate men, or hate about women. You will start to hate them because that is constantly what is coming in and feeding your mind. Um, Fill your so mind yeah. with positivity. Positivity. If something isn't giving you positivity and uh, or education or good vibes adding value to your life don't follow it yeah absolutely because yeah. <laughs> that's that you're so right as soon as you start following all the kind of negativity you're it's going to latch on to you oh massively and the the other thing is there are a lot of gender specific coaches and what the gender specific coaches they will be telling like let's say it's a coach for women they'll be going well don't do this but what they're not realizing is the coaches for men are telling the men not to do exactly the same thing. So instead of them coming together and gelling, they're just butting heads and it's just creating more hate for yeah. for each other. So this is just just be very careful what what you process, what you take in and consume. Cause yeah. Um yeah. Final thoughts? Final thoughts are it's been very educational today, Phil. <laughs> wow, what's going on? What's going on with us? We normally <laughs> I know. Um, final thoughts it's just it's reiterating um yeah basically about the keeping yourself surrounded by positive people um go with your gut instinct don't feel like you have to follow 
you don't even have to follow me and Phil's advice at all. We're just obviously nah. giving you examples, but um, just be careful and be safe and go with your gut instinct. Massively. What's your massively. final thoughts, Phil? Oh, I think it would be uh, would be the same as yours. Um, if you are saying no and your gut is saying no, listen to your gut. Don't do it. If you think something's like, oh, that doesn't sound quite right, or it causes you to overthink, mm-hmm. and you know that isn't the way that you would want to be treated, don't treat others in that way. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so here has been our TED talk. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, geez. Very educational episode. Sure um, yeah. And we haven't even got a guest that we can go, yeah, it was them. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you. Uh, hope you enjoyed Aaron's episode last week, which was regarding uh, mental health and his story. And next week, we'll have another guest on for you. Uh, we're going to keep it a surprise. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but, Thank you, everyone, for listening, and goodbye. (laughs) We'll get that right one day. They're like 50 episodes in or whatever. But yeah, bye, everyone. (laughs) Thank you for listening. If you want to find out more, you can follow us at Unhinged and Bumbled Up or Swipe Forever After. And if you want to send us an email or check out our website, it is www.uadu.co.uk. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.